Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of a movie I watched the other day. It's a 2014 Canadian indie horror flick called Black Mountainside. I watch quite a few YouTube videos because I'm about to start my own. I mean, I have a YouTube channel, but there's not much there other than podcasts, some rock and roll interviews, and a few videos I've shot. Um, but eventually, want to move all of this podcasting into the YouTube arena. I'll still do the audio thing, but you know, people like to have visuals these days. Go figure. So some of these top five, top 10 lists of horror movies you've never seen or indie horror movies you should see or whatever. This movie kept popping up on lists like a couple of the other movies I've reviewed recently, like Coherence, which was definitely worth a watch. Well, Black Mountainside turned out to be a pretty good movie. I wasn't originally going to review it because it honestly... Uh, when I was done with it, I was kind of done with it. But I actually thought about it the days after. And that's unusual for, uh, you know, arguably a, a very low-budget semi-B movie. The acting's really good in the movie. The only thing that I would say that is not my favorite thing is it takes a long time to get going. It takes almost an hour. Well, weird things start happening before that, but a real hour before things actually start to, you know head downhill fast and that is actually beneficial to a, a low budget movie you get to know the characters more and all the guys that star in this movie are not too bad it was directed by nick shastakowicz and i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name correctly it's got way too many wks and j's for me in there um it was the first film released by a canadian production company called a farewell to kings entertainment company which i will assume they are rush fans a farewell to kings is one of my favorite rush albums and it premiered at the fantasia international film festival back in july of 2014 it was named best horror film by the critics at cult montreal it was best feature at the HP Lovecraft Film Festival in 2015. It won. It won best screenplay at the HP Lovecraft Film Festival in 2015. Best cinematography at the Blood in the Snow Canadian Film Festival in 2015. Also nominated for best cinematography and best sound editing editing at the Leo Awards. So this is a movie that even critics liked. It's probably three out of five. Most of the reviews you will find on things like Rotten Tomatoes and Google and things like that. And again, a lot of people get bored with it because it does take a long time. It's it's archaeologists in the snow investigating this structure that's buried under the ice. It's approximately 14,000 years old, which dates back to the end of the, the previous ice age. And they have uncovered a few items and things, and things start to go surreal for most of the guys. I mean, weird things start happening... Um, uh, the native workers that are helping them decide to leave all of a sudden. Uh, they start having communication problems with their base. They stop getting supplies. Things are starting to run low. So all that plays into the fact that this is very much a thing homage. And the director has even said he's a huge fan of the thing, and that's what they were going for. The idea of a small group of guys trapped in an area, and they, you know, things happen as they naturally do when you start running out of supplies weird things are happening there's a paranoia that sets in uh who's good who's bad what's going on are we imagining this are we having hallucinations is it real and you know in it was a movie that stuck with me which i really didn't think that was going to happen and yes in the in the final third of the movie there are a few answers 
it can be taken more than one way, whether or not this was all real and whatnot, but it's very interesting. And the movie just kind of has one of those endings where it's, 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 it's a semi-bleak ending. It just kind of ends. <laughs> and I don't want to get into spoilers, but if you're into B-movies, if you're into low-budget movies that are done really well, this is one of those. It's one of those that, like I said, it's won several awards at some film festivals. It has some decently executed gore. Uh, there, there's actually quite a bit of blood and gory stuff that happens in the last 30 minutes of the film. And it does get into some serious action, so to speak, uh, as it gets towards the closing moments. Not one I would run out and watch immediately, but if you're looking for something late at night to watch, it's definitely well done. It's good acting all the way around. Uh, most of the guys are unknown as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the directing is good. The the cinematography is good. It was filmed on location in northern Canada, so it definitely looks. It's not on a soundstage or anything. This was filmed in cabins and filmed in the ice and the snow and at the edge of a forest. And, and what happens, I would like to know your opinions on. A lot of people haven't seen this movie. It's one of those small movies that kind of shuffles around on the different streaming services but like i said it's available right now on amazon prime for free if you have a subscription you can watch it and if you're looking for a movie that's kind of like the thing it's not you know it's not the thing obviously it's not it's not anywhere near uh john carpenter's classic that movie just it, i i heard recently they're going to be redoing the thing you know they already made kind of a prequel to it that it wasn't half bad but you still you you just can't touch what carpenter did it's it's a quintessential classic as far as i'm concerned and i remember walking out of the theater being shaken by it back in the day and people you know not doing very well but now everybody's like the thing yeah i mean and, and it really the thing really is to this day holds up very very well all of the acting in it all the directing all the practical effects just really good but this is a movie that's kind of an homage to the thing and if you're in the mood for that kind of thing <laughs> uh you'll probably enjoy it like i said i need to rewatch, especially the last 20 minutes or so to make sure that i wasn't hallucinating you can take the events that happen with a grain of salt you can take them more than one way it would be interesting to hear your opinions on it black mountain side it's from 2014 like i said it's on most streaming services for free or a, a small fee to rent it is one of those b low budget movies that is actually not half bad it's not terrible. And there are so many bad movies on the streaming services that this one this one deserves to be seen if you're into that kind of thing. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Sorry I didn't get to this one quicker. Uh, it actually kind of slipped my mind, but then I found myself thinking back. I wonder, you know, I was thinking about this movie, and I don't know why. Black Mountain Side. Uh, check out my website, therockfile.com. Check out the Patreon page. The link is below. Uh, please share these with your friends. Please subscribe, if you will. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you.